You were listening to a message from The Exchange in Pearl, Mississippi. To find out more about The Exchange, go to www.theexchange.cc. Man, it's going to be a good day as we kick off a brand new year together. Uh, I love when the calendar turns because it signifies something new, okay? It signifies a fresh start, a new opportunity, a new chance uh, to maybe fix some things that we didn't do right last year, maybe a chance to implement some new disciplines or new rhythms in our life. And you know, as I thought about it this week, really our lives um, as Christ followers is built on that truth. It's built on the reality of a new start, a new beginning, and our mission and vision as a spiritual family, as the exchange, is built on that idea, like the idea of new, when, the, when something turns from old to new. Um, nine years ago, or over nine years ago, when my wife and I, God was leading us to be a part of helping launch the exchange, he put a passage of scripture in front of us just over and over and over from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and there was one verse in that passage uh, that we just kept returning to, that kept pulling our attention back in, and you've heard it maybe before, but I want to read it over you today. 2 Corinthians 5.17, uh, Paul writes this in the New Testament. He says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come, if they're in Christ. The old is gone and the new is here. See, the life-changing truth of that verse all right, is that for anyone who trusts and surrenders their life to Jesus, they are made new. They get a fresh start, much like the, the calendar transitioning from one year to another, but on a so much greater level, there's a new start. There's a new beginning that's made available because of Jesus. So as followers of Jesus, our eternity is dependent on new, all right? That God would do something new in us. That's the vision of our family, that we exist as a spiritual house to see people exchange their old life of sin and self, and we've all got one, for new life of knowing and following Jesus. And then we say, we want to see you live out your purpose. Now, when the exchange launched uh, over nine years ago, and some of, a lot of you weren't a part at that point, we created um, five what we call core values. And we said, hey, these things that God's given us, these truths, these principles, they're taken from God's word. We want them to distinguish us, like to set us apart as how we will pursue Jesus, how we'll live out the Great Commission, how we'll follow um, God and what we do and say as a spiritual family. And so we begin to lay those out based on God's word, and they would dictate the decisions that we'd make, what we would begin to do. And so I want, we're going to share some of those with you today, but I want to focus on one for just a moment. And that, that's our fifth value, which is that we exchange forgetting for celebrating. And so to kind of make it make sense, we put a definition with each one of them. And, and here's what the definition is for that fifth value. Look at it on the screen. We're over pew sitting and taking for granted all that God does. But we're about, we want to be a family that's about celebrating life change and actively responding to what God has done for us. See, we established that as one of our core values because we know it's super easy in life to blow past, to forget the power and the faithfulness of God in our lives. And so we said, you know what? We're going to be a spiritual house that celebrates what maybe some people would say are small things that God does, and we're not going to forget big things that God does. We're going to be reminded of that because can we be honest enough to say we live in a culture where negativity is what gets the headlines? Is it not? Now, one of the sayings around our staff team is that negativity shouts and positivity whispers in our culture. So we said, we're going to be a house that's different. Man, we're going to be a house that celebrates what God is doing, his faithfulness over us. 
And I told you these values come from God's word. So there was a verse, okay, that helps back up and lay a foundation for that value. And I love this verse. Don't miss it. Psalm chapter 40, verse 5. It says, many, Lord my God, are the wonders you have done. The things that you plan for us, none can compare with you. Were I to speak and tell of your deeds, they would be too many to declare. Man, that's become one of my favorite verses across the last nine and a half years. Because can I just raise my hand and say, I can be at the front of the pessimism line, okay? Some days I just wake up, all right, and it's just pessimism day, okay? Everything's going to be negative. Nothing's even wrong in my life, but I'm just going to be negative. But man, when I read that verse, there's a challenge in that. There's a reminder in that, man, that, that if I was to stop and obediently reflect on God's goodness, his faithfulness in my life, Man, it's always going to lead me to a place of worship and celebration. It doesn't matter what the earthly situation or circumstance I'm living in all right, means to me. I can always remember God's faithfulness and favor in my life. And I think, I'm going to declare today, I think it is a spiritual and obedient step to reflect on God's faithfulness in our life. Sometimes we live so much chasing what's next, okay? And we're going to talk about that today. But we, we get so busy thinking about what's next, what is tomorrow, that we never take the chance to look back. Can I just say today that it, it's a healthy, right, obedient thing, I think, to look back, to go, God, you've been so good. Man, you've been faithful. And I've watched you in this, and you were in this moment. And so let me, let me ask you today, like, when's the last time you did that in your life? Chances are, for a lot of us, we haven't, or it's been a long time for us where we've looked back. And maybe today, before you take another step in 2022 or make a New Year's goal resolution, you know, work goal for this year, maybe God says, man, I just want you to look back. Look, look what I've done. Man, don't miss where I've been. Did you see where I showed up? Have you seen my promises, my faithfulness in your life? And I believe for some of you, as you go, ah, I don't want to look back. 2021, was, it was rough. Or, listen, and, and I realize for some of us, it was a more difficult year maybe than others. I believe if you stopped, and maybe even as the psalmist says, to be still and silent and quiet before the Lord, I believe if you took a moment or a few minutes, man, you could remember. You could see where God's been good, where he's been faithful, where he's been present in your life over and over and over. Maybe for some of you last year, God provided a new opportunity with your job or your career path that you didn't even see coming. Maybe for some of you last year, God helped you graduate. Praise the Lord, okay? Some of you didn't think you was going to get out. And you graduated, or your kid graduated, high school or college. Or maybe you finally finished that graduate's degree, and you were working and going to school and working and going to school, and you made it. You survived. Maybe God added, like, a new life to your family, and you got a new kid or a new grandkid, and, man, they are, yeah, they, they keep you up at night, but they're good blessings from the Lord. That's a good gift of God's faithfulness to us. Maybe you had that. Maybe last year you, you got a financial provision where God blessed you in a way financially, and you needed it. And, man, God came through when you didn't think that he would. Or maybe God supplied you and brought you a new friend, or maybe he connected you with a life group where you're like, man, there's a group of friends. Like, I'm, I'm like y'all. I belong here. Or maybe you got connected with a spiritual community, a church family, where you belong and you can connect and grow and you're challenged in your faith. And you know what? Maybe for some of you, it was, maybe it was kind of the other kind of year, but God sustained you through a sickness. And for some of you, you didn't know if you were going to get out, but he was there. 
Every step of the way, he was with you. And maybe he brought you peace and comfort because you lost somebody that you loved. And that's, there's, no, there's no more difficult pain on earth than that. But God was, he was an ever-present help in time of trouble. He was a peace. He was a comfort. And it's good and right to reflect back on that and to think about his faithfulness. And maybe for some of you, you, you in 2021, you were in the spiritual dry season. I mean, you felt far from God. You didn't sense his spirit. And maybe God did something in your life in 2021. And you're stepping into that in 2022 where you're going, God, you, man, you woke me up. And, and you're renewing something in me. You're helping me build my faith. And I'm just saying, I didn't do that on my own, God. You did that. And I just say, thank you. Thank you. It's, church, it's good and right to reflect, to go, God, you've been faithful. And I believe perhaps the most worshipful thing that you can do today is, yeah, you can sing a song, but maybe it's to pull out the notes app on your phone or to grab a notebook or to sit around the kitchen table with your family and go, man, let's just take five minutes, ten minutes, and just reflect on how good God's been and the tangible things, the intangible things of where he's shown up. Let's, let's reflect. And then when that happens, then maybe your perspective, your verbiage, could start sounding like the psalmist. And you could say, whoo, man, many, many, Lord, my God, like you are the wonders you've done. Man, ain't nobody like you. None can compare with you, God. And if I was to sit and try to think of all the things that you've done, all the ways you've been good, I wouldn't have enough paper. I wouldn't have enough storage. Because, God, you've been that good and present in my life. I think it's good and it's right, it's obedient to reflect back on God's goodness. I think it's good to do that personally, man, with your family, with your spouse. But I think it's good to do that as a spiritual family, for us to reflect back. And can I just tell you today, let me just, like, spoiler alert, um, like, God's been, I mean, ridiculously faithful to this house. I'm talking about crazy good, abnormally supernaturally faithful to this family. And you saw like a little three-minute snapshot a while ago, okay? I'm about to just give you a list of things, and I'm going to go fast. You're not going to be able to take notes on all of them. You go back and watch it, okay? But, but I just want you to, to feel some tangible fruit of God's favor and his faithfulness over because it's good and right to reflect. It leads us to celebrate, okay? And so in 2021, here's some things that God did, some things you didn't, you didn't even know about that were happening in the family that you belong to, okay? Um, man, we connected with new people left and right. During 2021, we saw over 194 households attend our in-person Sunday gatherings for the very first time. In 2021, we hosted 108 children at our Camp Kid Life Experience for kindergartners through third graders where they heard about the truth of Jesus on their level, and a lot of you made that possible. We welcomed 70 people to our first ever Little Life Wow Night in July for preschoolers and their parents. We had 41 new students in student life across the course of 2021, and we doubled the amount of people who are serving in that ministry through student life. Easter week 2021, we welcomed over 200 children and parents at our first ever Easter Jam experience across three nights. Then we saw over 550 people join us for our in-person Easter weekend gatherings. In 2021, man, in the area of discipleship, people connected, people grew in their faith. In February of last year, we had 23 households take part in our dollars and cents financial class to learn to manage and trust God better through their finances. Also in 2021, we had 14 adults take part in our parent life experience 
where they learned how to better lead their children and their families towards Jesus. Last year, we had 49 people go through our Unite experience to learn more about the exchange family and what does it mean to be a part of our spiritual family. In 2021, we saw 164 people take the next step to connect to a life group, to grow with others and with Jesus. Last spring, we had 53 ladies take part in our If Exchange weekend, where they were challenged to grow in their faith and to connect with spiritual community. In 2021, we added three new members to our staff team, a discipleship and missions pastor, a family and discipleship minister, and a ministry resident who's now training for ministry. In the areas of missions, of serving, of blessing our city and the world, God did so much. During 2021, as the exchange, we blessed nursing homes in our area, first responders with gifts to show our love and appreciation for them. In August, you were part of giving out 86 backpacks to kids in our city through our Pack the Backpack Drive. Last year, we blessed schools in our city by hosting what we call class celebration parties once a month. And we launched something called High Five Fridays at Pearl Lower Elementary to encourage students with the tangible love of Jesus. Last year, we helped welcome 16 new businesses to our city with a personal gift to say welcome to our community. We had dozens of you serve at our city's trick-or-treat street in October where they connected to a couple thousand people from our city. Through our Thanksgiving opportunity, we provided and delivered groceries in November for 116 families in our city, more than we ever have in our church's history, and over 100 of you showed up on a Sunday afternoon to help deliver. In December, we gave out 1,000 bags to people at our city's Christmas parade. Through our Christmas in the Park opportunity last month, we served well over 1,000 people in our city and beyond with a free, family-friendly Christmas experience. Digitally, God put favor and faithful over, faithfulness over us as we share truth through online platforms to reach people wherever they are. In our Exchange Community Facebook group, we added over 100 people this year to our community, and we now have over 440 people connected to help people belong and to be known and to share one another's needs. Last year, our sermon and our 517 Life podcast both were played over 3,000 times each to bring truth and hope into people's lives. We now have over 300 people subscribed to our weekly video content on YouTube. In 2021, we added over 500 new connections through our social media channels, and we now supply truth and hope to over 4,000 people from Pearl all the way to the other side of the world through our social media platforms. In 2021, our Sunday online gatherings were viewed by an average of over 129 households each week. In 2021, God used you to be crazy generous in a way that we never have been before. I'm talking about it wasn't even close, okay, in the way that we responded to say, God, we trust you with the financial resources you've given to us. Now we're giving back to you because we believe you can do more, okay? And because we were generous, we were able as a church family to be more generous than ever before in our history, Last year, through your generosity, we gave over $7,000 to Hosea's Heart Ministry in Swaziland, Africa, that helps rescue girls from sex trafficking and gives them the hope of a new purpose through Jesus. Last year, we gave thousands of dollars to help Afghanistan refugees, victims of natural disasters, and people affected by the February ice storm. In 2021, we used over $5,000 to help bless people and families in our community caught in difficult times. In 2021, through your generosity, we gave over $7,000 to help bless, bless local ministries and churches in our own county. 
Through our days of giving, last month in December, we blessed 700 children in our city with Christmas presents. We blessed four families in our city with clothes and groceries and essentials and rent. Through days of giving, we supplied three missionaries with a full one-year license renewal to keep serving. We provided supplies for missionaries to serve in a refugee camp. We supplied medical treatment for 15 refugees. We gave one full year of language training for multiple missionaries. We gave over 50 Bibles to church plants on the other side of the world. In 2021, through your generosity, we gave over $7,100 to help bless Soul City Church, a church plant in the heart of Midtown Jackson, reaching people far from God. Last year, we gave $43,000 as partners with other churches to help support ministries and missionaries locally, nationally, and global. In total, in 2022-2021, through your generosity as a church family, we were able to give over $75,000 towards reaching and loving and serving others through mission opportunities from our own city to the other side of the globe. Oh yeah, and best of all, in 2021, we saw 17 people go through with baptism, which means in our nine and a half year history, we've seen 245 people enter the waters of believers' baptism to celebrate Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Church, we can reflect and we can thank God for his goodness and his favor and his faithfulness. And what I'm saying to you is that's not normal. May we not for a second go, oh yeah, it was just another year, because it wasn't. Come global pandemic or whatever you want to throw at us, God was good, and his favor and his faithfulness was over our house. And as we reflect on 2021, it's good and it's right to reflect. We got to go like the psalmist, good gracious God. Many are the wonders you've done. Like we, that's just a list that we could think of. It goes way beyond that. And none compare with you. Nobody's like you, God. I mean, we just, we worship you. So what, is, what does that mean for the new year? Okay, we, we reflect. That's good and right. But then we move from there. What, what does that mean? What are we going to be about in 2022? It's a new year. What's going to happen now? And the answer is a whole lot more of that stuff. That's what I'm signing up for. Man, the mission and the heartbeat of our house is going to be no different than that. That we be a family where people, all people, would continue to exchange old life to find new life in Jesus, and that we'd live out our purpose. That's been our heartbeat and vision since day one, and we ain't changing it because God's favor is with us. And as we reflect on God's goodness and his faithfulness, we have to ask, how will we respond? You don't get to recount that, reflect on that, remember that, and go, it's great. You respond to that. Our lives are an obedient response to that. So what is that going to look like for us as a house, okay, as a community of believers? Well, I want to point you back to our five values, okay, that have defined us since day one. I'm just saying to you, I'm going to give you just a few minutes, okay, of what does that mean for us? How's that going to define us in 2022? Because we're going, we're going to stay locked into the same things that God's been doing, the same principles that we've been about. So I want to give those to you real quickly, okay? In 2022, we'll continue to exchange ideas for truth. That's how we say it. We're going to exchange ideas for truth. Well, what does that mean, preacher? Well, that means that we're going to teach the truth of God's word on all levels of our spiritual family. 
So that means in little life, like if you got a preschooler and they hang out in little life every week, guess what? They get in the truth of God's word. They may not even be able to put a sentence together yet, but we believe we're laying a foundation. As we love them, as we begin to teach them worship and truth about God, if you got an elementary kid that goes to kid life, man, we're doing our dead level best to give them Jesus on their level. If you got a junior high or high school student who's a part of our student life ministry on Wednesdays, man, they're getting the truth of Jesus. In our Sunday gatherings, you better believe you're getting some truth, all right, from God's word, because we believe that it's the unshakable foundation. This means we will unapologetically teach the truth of God's word. You know what that means? Some weeks, oh, it's warm and fuzzy and we smile. And some weeks it gets up in our business and it steps on our toes because that's the power of God's spirit through the truth of his word. He calls us to be like him. And so 2022, what are we going to be about? Well, we're going to exchange ideas for truth. We're going to teach the truth. We'll let the truth guide us in what we do. And can I just tell you, like this, this is where it begins to connect to your life. One of the ways that we will be a family who grows in truth is by being people who personally pursue God through his word. And one of the resources that we've offered over the last few years to help you grow in truth is simply called our Life Journal Reading Plan. Over the last five plus years, man, we've had hundreds of people connect to this plan and just begin to read God's word on their own, all right? And today I'm super excited because I want to tell you about what our Life Journal Reading Plans are for 2022. There's four different plans and we've even got some new stuff we're adding, okay? First of all, we have what's called the story plan. What's the story plan? Well, story plan, you'll read about a chapter a day, sometimes a little less, of different stories from the beginning of Scripture to the end of Scripture that highlight the narrative of God's redemption, of how he's chasing us, all right, and pursuing us and loving us. So there's a story plan. You can be a part of that. Next, we'll have a plan called the whole Bible reading plan, okay? For some of you who want the whole enchilada, you can get the whole enchilada, all right, in this plan, you'll read four to five chapters a day, some up from the Old Testament, some up from the New Testament. You'll start at the beginning, you'll end at the end, and by the end of 2022, you read the whole Bible. For some of you, man, maybe that's where God's challenging you to dig into the Word in 2022. We have a plan called the Chronological Reading Plan. And in this plan, you'll follow the story of how God rescued humanity in the order that it happened. Some of y'all didn't know that. The Bible's not exactly laid out in the exact historical timeline that it happened. Okay, some of y'all didn't know that, okay? Get in the chronological plan, all right? And it's cool. It'll walk you through in order that things happen in history to know that God was pursuing you. And then we got a brand new plan I'm pumped about. It's a new plan called 40 Days with Jesus. And the good thing about this one is you can start it at any point, okay? So if you don't pick it up until March is when you hear this message, guess what? Jump on in 40 days, okay? And it's going to give you a biblical perspective and walk through journey of Jesus' life and his ministry, you know what happens when we read about Jesus? We're changed and transformed to grow in Christ-likeness. We're challenged to look more like him. So you can join us in the story plan, whole Bible reading plan, the chronological plan, 40 days with Jesus plan. Each of these plans all right, gives you this. This is how it works. It gives you reading for five days a week. you like, well, there's seven. You ain't going to be perfect on them five days, okay? And so we give you two days to make up. All right, what you missed, okay? Because you're going to miss some days. Preacher misses some days, all right? And I need them makeup days, all right? Sometimes I need more than two makeup days, all right? But we give those to you so that you can reflect back on what you've read or you can catch up. And we try to make these plans as easy as possible for you to access, okay? We're an easy access culture now. All four of our Life Journal reading plans, everyone I just laid out, are built into our Church Center app. 
And some of you, you hear us talk about Church Center app over and over and over, and you're like, I ain't got it yet. Listen, I'm just saying get it, okay? It's on my phone. You can give that way, check your kids in that way. It's free. Download the Church Center app, click the exchange, and all of the plans, the scripture, everything is laid out in that app. You never even have to leave it, all right? You can access it right there, access the plans. We've also got some other options. Some of you are like, well, I'm, my, store, my phone's full. I can't get no more storage, okay? We know who you are. Buy a new phone, all right? But you can also find the plans on our website, all right? If you go to the exchange.cc forward slash life journal, all the plans are laid out. You can print it out if you want to print it out, okay? Or for some of you today who are in the building, if you walk in our lobby today, we've got life journal notebooks, all right? Listen. It's just a notebook, okay, so you can take notes, but on the inside cover is a QR code, and that QR code, all right, if you'll scan it, take a picture of it with your phone, it'll give you a link, okay, and if you don't know how to do it, ask your grandkids, all right, and they'll show you how to do it, and you can get to the Life Journal reading plans right there, okay, but then don't leave these pages blank. You with me? Write down what God's teaching you. Write down the questions that you have as you interact with his word, okay? That's how he grows and sharpens us. So you can get one of these today or over the next few weeks as you're here in our building. How much do these cost? Free. Because we want you to get into the word. And some of you are going, well, you know what? I, just, man, I try to read the Bible on my own. It just doesn't make sense. I don't understand it, all right? We got you, all right? In the app, on our website, there's five different really awesome resources, Okay? that I love to use myself, that help you understand God's word as you read it, okay? Which means there are no more excuses, okay? Well, it's about to be January 3rd. Guess what? The plans start tomorrow. You ain't too late. Maybe God brought you to the gathering today so that you can start tomorrow. Can I just say this, okay? Real life, man, God calls us to be people who feed on the word, okay? The, the value is we're exchanging ideas for truth. And here's what I'm saying to us. There's a whole bunch of ideas out there. The idea tank is only growing, but there's only one truth. The word says the grass will wither, the flowers will fade, but the word of the Lord will stand forever. I don't know what you want to build your life on, but I'm just saying I think that's the only steady place you can be which means you can't believe everything that you watch on TV. Heaven knows you can't believe everything you read on social media. So let's be people who feed on the truth, all right? And that does not mean that you come listen to the preacher run his mouth for 30 minutes on Sunday, and then you don't touch it again until next week. Listen, you don't, you don't go to the buffet and eat Sunday lunch and then don't touch food again until, all right, next Sunday, do you? Some of y'all I know, okay? And me too. Listen we got to be pursuers of the word, all right? And when we are, listen, he's faithful through it. And he'll lay a foundation to build our lives on, all right? So all plans start tomorrow. Man, get in the app, get you a notebook. Let's go, okay? In 2022, we'll exchange ideas for truth. All right, y'all going to have to listen faster. All right, here we go. In 2022, we'll also exchange selfishness for serving. What, is, what does that mean? Well, that means we'll continue to look as a spiritual family, for ways to serve and bless our church, our city, and the world. Like, that's, that's who we're going to be. Like, we're, we're a people who give life. That's what we say. Which means a few different things. It means it will continue to take all of us, all right, to actively help love, care for, serve, to teach one another in the family through our Sunday gatherings and through our different ministries. All right? Some of y'all didn't know this. 
It takes around 100 people serving every week to make happen what's happening right now. Okay? Some of you walked in the building. Some of you clicked to the online gathering. You're sitting on the couch right now, all right? We see you in your PJ pants, okay? Listen, <laughs> there's 100 people who served to make what you're doing possible. I'm saying to us, let's be a family of contributors, not a family of just consumers. Don't pull your seat up to the table going, feed me, feed me, feed me, without saying, hey, how can I help you? God calls us to that. So we're going to be those kind of people who serve. There's people serving literally right now in our little life ministry, in our kid life ministry, on our guest services team, on our tech team. They rolled in at 7 a.m. this morning with kids so that you could worship Jesus. Man, let's be a family who gives life. It's good. Right? We've also got opportunities where we're going to serve our city. That's who we are. And we're for the city. We're going to serve them and love them. And we're also working on an opportunity for you to be a part of an out-of-town mission trip during 2022, at least one of them. Okay? You'll hear more about that coming soon. 2022, we'll exchange selfishness for serving. You ready? 2022, we'll exchange pleasing for reaching. What's that mean? That means we will continue to do whatever we can to reach people in our community and beyond who are far from God. So there's some things that true about that. That means we'll be authentic people. Ain't no mask allowed up in this house, all right? If you're perfect, you're going to mess us up because we're full of imperfect people, okay? It means we'll be a diverse family. Ain't none of us look exactly alike. And it also means we'll be a family who do things with excellence because we believe that reaching people matters. Some of you have heard me say this. Some of you, this is brand new news. You woke up this morning and you're sitting in the middle of a zip code where there's 19,000 people or so. 19,000 we can fill an arena of people who are not connected to a spiritual family. We got to decide, does that bother us or not? I'll be real, there's a lot of places that don't, that don't really bother. And I'm just saying that's not okay. And we ain't going to reach them all. We get that. But we think God's called us to help make a dent. And we want to be faithful in doing that. We're going to do whatever it takes to reach people wherever they are, however they are, whenever we can. And we'll be committed to that. So that means that there'll be things that we'll do as a part of our in-building, in-person experiences. Also means that we'll do whatever we can to reach people even through digital platforms. God's given us that as a gift of technology to reach people wherever they are. Can I tell you a story? A couple of weeks ago, a couple walked up to me at the end of one of our in-person gatherings right here in this room. And they introduced themselves and come to find out they've been a part of our online gathering family for almost two years from the state of Colorado. And they walked up to me at the end of one of our gatherings in the month of December to say, hey, I'm just letting you know this is who we are. We're moving here, and we're going to be a part of what God's doing through the exchange family. And I'm just saying to you, the gospel has no barriers. When the Holy Spirit's moving, I don't care what's happening in the world. Come on, global pandemic. I'm aware of the culture we're living in right now. All right? And I'm just saying we're going to be a house that, that's aware, but that doesn't cower in fear, but it's about the unchanging, unstoppable eternal mission of God. I don't know about you, but that's what I'm going to be a part of. And we're going to be a house that does whatever it takes to reach people. 2022, fourth value, we will also continue to exchange keeping for dispersing. Here's what that means for us. Get ready. 
we will not just keep to ourselves what God teaches us, what he shows us, what we experience, but we will intentionally all right, dispense, disperse, share that with other people in our lives. That's what's called disciple-making. Jesus, in his final words, he says, hey, go and make disciples. Replicate, multiply. Don't sit on it, but pour it into other people. Grow with them, which means this for us. It means we're going to keep being a house that's going to meet in life groups for men, women, couples, students. We're going to keep doing Why do y'all keep doing that? Well, because groups are a place for people to belong. Somebody knows their name. There's some of y'all sitting in this room today, and you're going to walk out, and nobody's going to know your name. Online gathering, There'll be people you'll never get to interact with, but a group's a place you can belong, you can be cared for, and you can grow with other people. And guess what? You need that, and so do I. But I'm really pumped. Our discipleship team's working on some brand new stuff that's going to open up the opportunity for anybody and everybody, right, to walk in spiritual community and to grow with other people and be held accountable. And I'm pumped, and you're going to hear about it real, real soon, okay? But that's who we're going to be. We're going to be a people who don't just sit and soak but we're going to be people who are squeezed out. And we're going to be dispersing the truth of what God teaches us because that's was Jesus' last words. And he said, hey, go and make them, make disciples. Okay, last one, maybe my favorite, 2022, we're going to continue to exchange forgetting for celebrating. We talked about it earlier. It means we will never take for granted the things God does in us and through us. Can I just tell you a little snapshot of the journey? Nine and a half years ago, seven people were sitting in the living room going, I don't know, but I think God's saying maybe we should reach people. Maybe, listen. And nine and a half years later, man, a, there's a movement of hundreds of people who are bringing hope and truth to a community and beyond. We've watched almost 250 people step into the baptism waters to go, Jesus is changing me. We've, listen, not a day, not a moment have we been without. We've always been able to walk in generosity. And what I'm saying to you is that our God has been redeemed ridiculously faithful to us, and we will continue to celebrate and worship him for that. We're not going to be a people who act like footy duds. He's too good. And we're over pew sitting and taking for granted what he's done. We're going to be a house that celebrates, okay? Are there moments to mourn and be solemn? Yep. But man, when he's been good, we're going to celebrate his goodness and his faithfulness. So we reflect on God's goodness to us, and then watch this, then we respond in obedience. You don't get to reflect and see how good he is, because he's always good, and give him a couple of golf claps and try to move on. I mean, we live lives of response. I want to give you a word. You ready? In 2022, we're going to be centered around this word right here. It's the word foundation. You may want to write that down. In this new year, we're going to be working on two very important foundations. I'm gonna give those to you today. Today's just a teaser, all right? Two very important foundations. The first foundation that we're working on is the foundation of a new physical property, okay? In case you didn't hear, all right, in 2021, we've all a building, all right? Or let me more accurately say, the Lord miraculously, all right, provided for us a building that we've been praying for, searching for, longing for, for years. And the Lord, in the only God's story way, he opened up 33,000 square feet of space in the old Rankin Square Shopping Center. If you went to the bowling alley, 
we got the bowling alley, all right? And so you go down Highway 80 and Rankin Square Shopping Center and 33,000 square feet, more than triple what we got now, it's going to be a resource that God wants to use to reach more people for, listen, not coming years, but the coming generations, okay? Oh, and did I mention that he allowed us to pay cash for the whole thing? And in 2021, we told you, man, we said be patient, and you have been. We said be prayerful, and you have been. We said be a part. What I'm saying to you is that, that we've done some things, all right, over the last eight months. Work has been happening. We've been working to clean up the outside of the structure, kind of put some lipstick, a little pretty on it, okay, help it look a little more presentable. We've been nailing down the architectural layout of the inside of the building to make it as efficient as possible so that when ministry happens, all right, that it happens in the most efficient way. And what I'm saying to you today is that as we step into 2022, all right, there's going to be some big steps that are going to begin to happen to prepare us to move into that new space. And can I just say to you, ain't nobody want to be there quicker than this boy right here. Okay? But can I tell you how we're going to get there? There are going to be some sacrificial steps from the family. Just how it's going to work. And so real soon, you're going to get to hear about how you can all of us, sacrificially be a part of paving the way for God to move for generations beyond us. And it's going to be good. All right, and before you ask, when are we moving in? What's the timeline? We don't know. Okay? Some of you are like, no, 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 really tell me. I'll catch you after. We don't know. Okay? But we're pumped about it. And so in 2022, we're going to work on that physical foundation because we believe that God wants to use it as a resource, as a tool for the years to come. But I told you there was two foundations. Okay, here's the second one. The second foundation we're going to be focused on is a spiritual foundation. The spiritual foundation of our exchange family. Let me make a statement to you today. If the foundation of the spiritual house is not stable. It won't matter how secure or beautiful the foundation of the physical house is. Let me say that again, because you, you, you got to get that. If the foundation of the spiritual house is not stable, it don't matter how stable, how beautiful, how secure the foundation of the physical house is. And in this new year, I'm just telling you, we're going to be taking some very intentional steps and time to focus on the foundation of the church, not the building, but the people, you and me. And we're going to look at the foundation of discipleship and prayer and membership and serving and reaching people and being a family again. We're going to hit 10 years old this year. So we're going to be working on a foundation. And guess when that's going to start? Next week, we're kicking off a brand new series next week called Foundations. We're going to talk about the essentials of faith for you and me and of being a spiritual family. So don't miss it. Be here, okay? If you're on the road, join us online. But God's going to begin to lay that foundation next week. And mark this down. If you're a covenant member of the Exchange family, I'm asking you to begin to make plans now to be a part of what we're calling Exchange Family Meetings, Okay? Exchange family meetings. Write this down. You're hearing it for the very first time on Sunday, January 23rd, 6 o'clock, or Thursday, January 27th at 6 o'clock. 
So if you're a covenant member of our family, we're asking you to be a part of one of those meetings. Okay? And some of you go, I don't know if I'm definitely a covenant member or not. Listen, show up anyway. Okay? If you've been a covenant member for six months or six years, we're asking you to come and be a part of what God's going to do through, through those family meetings. These will be super important times where we're going to discuss some really key and essential info about our church family and what it means for the next year. Now, here's what you got to know, and here's what I'm asking you to take notes or take steps, like even right now in the room at home. We're anticipating that these nights could fill up, all right? There's a bunch of y'all. And so we're asking everybody, everybody to RSVP, all right, for what night. So you're hearing about it for the first time today. There are going to be a lot more elbows in the room next week. So I'm saying go on, get in right now. You pull out your app. I won't be offended. Sign up for you, your spouse, your family, whoever's coming. Some of you go, I got kids. We can't make it. Okay, listen, find a sitter. If you can't find a sitter, all right, we're offering free child care. It's limited, but we're offering child care for those two different meeting times. But you got to RSVP for it, all right, or we ain't taking care of your kids, all right? <laughs> two family meeting times, Sunday, January 23rd, 6 o'clock, Thursday, January 27th, 6 o'clock. Be here, all right, be a part of what God wants to share through those nights as he challenges us into the next season. Now, I know there's a whole lot of information and just vision dump on you today, okay? So here's how we're going to kind of land the plane. Every, every time we gather around God's Word in this kind of teaching, preaching, sharing moment, all right, it, it always moves us into a place of action. So the question is, how will the exchange respond in 2022? All right? What will the new year mean for us? And I'm telling you, it's going to be about the mission of loving God, loving people, and then serving and blessing our church, our city, and the world. That's just like, that's who we are. You can't change us from that DNA. That's who we're going to be. But here's the question for you. You ready? What about you? I talked about us, but what about you? What will you be about? It's a new year. It's a chance to make some changes, start a new discipline, walk in a new rhythm. As you reflect, remember, as you reflect on God's faithfulness in your life, my question is, how will you respond? Or let me ask it this way. What foundation are you going to build your life on? Did you know Jesus preached that message? Matthew chapter 7, very end of his most famous sermon in Scripture, Sermon on the Mount, Jesus closed that message with the question I just asked you. He taught his followers, he taught the crowds, and then he posed them that question. What foundation are you going to put your life on? Let me, let me show you. Matthew chapter 7 this is how Jesus laid it out. Matthew 7, verse 24, Jesus says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice, they listen and they obey, is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down. In other words, he was following me, but the storms of life still happened. Okay? The streams rose, the winds blew, they beat against his house or his life, we could say. Yet it did not fall because it had its what? foundation on what? On the rock. But he said, but there's a second option. There's another group. Verse 26, we'll look at it. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice, and there are those people, okay, is like a foolish man, is what Jesus says, who built his house on the sand. How did that work out for him? Verse 27, the rain came down. He had the storm too. The streams rose, the winds blew, beat against that house, and here's the result, and it fell. 
with the great crash. It was demolished. Because why? Because it had foundation issues. And what I'm saying to you today, listen, whether you're into preaching or not, what I'm saying to you is that every single one of us, even right now, tomorrow morning and next Sunday, and every moment, you're making a decision of what foundation you will put your life on. All right? You can't really argue with that. You're deciding that, and, and I am too. Every one of us are deciding what foundation will we build our life on. So my question to you all right, today is, will you build your life on the temporary um, pursuits and busyness and stuff of this world to really, in the end, find out that it was a really lousy and unstable foundation? Because that's what Jesus said will be, be shown. Or are you going to choose to build your life on the eternal pursuits of knowing and following Jesus, which means, man, complete surrender, full obedience. Jesus, I'm in with you. And here's the, here's the tension today. I can't answer that question for you. I can only answer that question for me, and I can answer that question for this spiritual house. And I'm telling you today, put it on record that we're going to be a spiritual house who builds ourselves on the foundation of Jesus, the bedrock, the cornerstone, and his design for his church. And we will continually, as we've said today, we will continually reflect and look back on God's faithfulness to us because he's been crazy good. And then we will passionately and continually respond with lives of obedience and surrender. That's who we're going to be. And all I'm posing to you today is I'm just inviting you, all right? I'm inviting you into that mission and journey. Thanks for listening to this message from The Exchange. If you would like to talk to someone about your faith journey, you can contact us through our website, www.theexchange.cc, or by calling or texting 601 397-6111. Now let's go be the church.